0: Hello, immortal ones. So the wicked are trying to figure out how to live forever, especially the wealthy elites that have so much money that they really, really want to be able to now live forever. So it would be a shame for them to lose all their trillions and billions and all that they achieved in this life if they're about to die pretty soon. So the race is on to try to figure out and how to live forever and become immortal without God. Because God gave us eternal life. John three sixteen, he says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believeth in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So that's our hope that without having to do anything or earn anything and physically try to achieve anything, that God gave us eternal life as a free gift. All we have to do is to have faith that he, you know, what he is saying in the Word of God is true to be able to spot lies and reject Satan. Ultimately, you're here on this planet to find God and reject Satan. Satan is trying to build his kingdom and all of his kingdom he's using men to build an artificial life where he's trying to mimic all the gifts and miracles that God gave freely, including everything that you see in nature, the wildlife, the food, everything, the you know, the fresh air, the sunshine, everything is healing just on the fact that it exists. The water you know, in its purest form is healing. The sunlight is healing. The air is the plants we eat are healing. So everything is already designed to keep us healthy and happy. Despite Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, entered into a fallen state where the whole world is, is fast tracked on death. And Satan just comes along and he wants to take what God has given us for himself. So they've been really trying to figure out all the technology they can to try to reverse aging. I was going to point out a couple of articles that I read, and one of them, I think I did a podcast last one where, They talked about taking uh, embryos and stem cells from days of conception. And I thought that was pretty odd that they would put that. And then I found this article today talking about the same thing, but it's explaining a little bit more that I'm going to go over. But Jared Kushner, uh, Trump's son-in-law, thinks that he's going to be possibly living forever, and that's why he wants to stay physically fit. And, you know, this guy has already billions to work with and owns key real estate in New York City, including the number that he bought specifically that building high-rise 666. He actually wanted that building because of the name and the number. He's definitely got the beast thing going on. But he thinks he's going to live forever in this you know, I think he's only in 30s or 40s, perhaps. He thinks that, you know, technology can catch up to him uh, as long as he's in his youth can stay fit, then he might be able to live forever. But like George Soros, why would you want to live forever if you're going to look like that and ready to decay and die? They want to be able to not only live forever, but reverse the aging process. You guys, what this guy had to say. And then finally, I think that, from, uh, you know, the last year, the one thing I've tried to put a priority on since I left the White House was, you know, getting some exercise in. I think that there's a, a good probability that my generation is, hopefully with the advances in science, either, you know, the, the, the first generation to live forever or the last generation that's going to die. And
1: so uh, we need to keep ourselves in, in pretty good shape.
0: Wow, he's going to be the last generation to die. What do they know that we don't know? So I was thinking about this passage from Revelation 9, and all this is in context of God's wrath against the wicked, all the judgments being poured out on them. But in chapter 9 of Revelation, so this is already talking about the locusts going to go and torment them for five months, not necessarily kill them, but only to torment them. So in chapter 9, verse 6, they talk about, In those days shall men seek death, and shall not find it, and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. Could mean it in the context of judgment of what's going on, you know, where the men are tormented, they're getting stung by a scorpion, like from the locusts, where it's meant to harm them but not kill them. Could be referring to just that part of it alone, but I think actually is saying more than that because all this stuff is happening in genetic engineering these days and wanting and desiring to live forever and do reverse aging. So this passage to me has a little bit more context that perhaps they were able to achieve that by the time. God's judgment is poured out on them, that they were able to live either for much longer, expand lifetime, or come up with some regenerative process where they can reverse aging itself, but live longer. There's all kinds of stuff. There's ways that they're developing right now, and one of them, the jellyfish, this so-called immortal jellyfish that can defy death and turn back time. So this is a research that Texas A&M in Galveston, Texas, was doing uh, about these jellyfish. I was going to let Siri read this article.
1: It appears that a species of jellyfish can not only defy death, but has the ability to change its form and actually reverse its agent in a sort of back-to-the-future process, according to ongoing research by a Texas A&M University at Galveston professor. Maria Pia McLeada. Associate professor in marine biology has been researching the unique properties of Teutopsis dorniae, often referred to as T. dorniae, a jellyfish species found around the world, especially off the coastline of her. Native Italy. The jellyfish cells are able to undergo a process called transdifferentiation that allows T. dorniae to revert back to a younger life cycle, much like a 40-year-old human who could go back to being a 5-year-old. When the dorniae is faced with unfavorable conditions, such as starvation, physical damage, change in temperature, etc., Instead of dying, it forms a cyst-like ball and settles on the bottom, she said. She said that in a few days, the cyst changes into a polyp, and eventually, these colonies form buds and a new jellyfish. In effect, it has prevented its own death. Transdifferentiation occurs when an adult cell matures into another type of cell that is needed at that very moment, and it is generally an important step during regeneration, Maglietta said. So by studying transdifferentiation in T. we can better understand how transdifferentiation works in general. She said the process of trans-differentiation is poorly understood. One reason is that when trans-differentiation does occur, it does so in a time span of several days. This makes it difficult to understand the underpinning genetics of the process, she said. But it's so intriguing because this process lets T. Dornii escape death and it becomes potentially immortal. So our ultimate goal is to understand its life cycle and its genetics that allows it to escape death.
0: I don't know why a 40 or 50 year old would want to go back to 5 year old without having retain the memory and the experience and all the knowledge that you get in your lifetime. That's the whole point is that you're getting experience. You're not just an aging ball that can, you know, go back to being five or 50 or 60 or whatever. That's not the point. The point is what you're learning from birth till death and all the things that you've done in your lifetime, the memories you created and the love And even hate, you know, whatever you've generated in your lifetime, that's what's important. That's what gets memorialized, your spirit. That's what God looks at, not your physical state of, you know, going back to being a baby again, even if you could do that. Even if they did figure this part out for humans to be able to reverse itself as that movie Benjamin Button, you know, where an old guy, is reversing time to be back in his young days. Who knows if they're gonna be able to do this or not, um, but they certainly are trying. So this is another article that's talking about cloning as a way to reverse aging and use the clones as possibly to get body parts or whatever, which is all like crazy, should all be banned, but they're still doing it. The site's called Science and Stuff. Uh so said, Unlocking Immortality, the Science of Clones. They talked about like a path to duplicate, which is basically taking the DNA from an embryo, then emptying out the donor, the egg, out of all its embryo DNA, and then inserting the clone that they want DNA into it and letting it uh, become whatever species that they put in there. So it talks about the cloning begins with mature somatic cell containing both sets of parental DNA such as skin or muscle cells and reproductive cells like the sperm cannot be used. Next an egg cell is extended from a female donor of the same species and then the DNA containing a nucleus is removed from the egg cells to prepare the new DNA The new nucleus from the chosen somatic cell is injected or fused into the egg cell and the egg cell divides and grows into a blastocyst, a rapidly dividing ball of cells. The blastocyst is developed as a lab culture and then transferred into a foster mother of the same or similar species. So I guess they even want to do it across species. Um, but I wanted you guys to notice the term blastocyst which is a rapidly dividing wall of cells and this is only after the fertilization process begins. last uh, podcast that I did talked about that, how they were taking the blastocyst cells, the stem cells from that and trying to uh, use that and I thought that was pretty strange that you have to wait which is only within days of conception. How are they going to do that? You know, how are they getting these of cells uh, from humans' pregnancies and stuff, which has to be aborted as soon as they get it. So this article actually explains a little bit more on how they do that and what that actually means. So it's talking about the stem cells are raw materials of the body they could generate any specialized cell for any given function. The special human cells are a root of regeneration opportunities yet to shape the controversial path of cloning technology. So they want to do the regeneration of cells, and they need the stem cells to do it. The old adult stem cells doesn't work for them. They got to have the freshly created embryo stem cells. So it says, simply put, reviving stem cells destroy embryos. So well, that's what I was talking about last time. In order for them to do this, they have to kill the baby. And here, you know, they're calling it is fine. But it is the beginning of the baby. And it says many op- oppose this research for the fact alone. Well, yeah, you're killing, you know, newly formed babies just to get their stem cells. That's like the most sickest thing you can do. You're like harvesting newborns life cycles just to get someone older like George Soros to figure out how to live forever That that is like the most sick thing ever embryos are the early development phase of an animal in humans this is a case until it's considered a fetus at 8 weeks of from conception I think it should be considered a baby from the moment it th- is conceived I know that's not the legal definition and certainly not the scientific definitions, but God created that life. God, you know, designed it from beginning to end. And as soon as it's conceived, it's a life and it's a baby. The famous joke that a comedian was saying that, you know, I put this cake together, took me hours to get all the ingredients, mix it up, put this beautiful cake into the oven. And as soon as I did that, someone else came along and like took it out and threw it all over the floor and he says why did you do that this is a cake it would have been a cake if you didn't you know take it out and throw it on the floor it's the same concept of like if you don't destroy that life then it's going to be a baby going to be humans just like you and i and they're destroying that process for all these sick things in trying to live forever and we. you know, come up with regenerative technology using stem cells. It continues to say, since it's illegal to create embryos for stem cell research, most are donated with consent from in vitro fertilization clinics. So this statement bothered me too, because it's like, what the hell? You know it's illegal to create embryos just for stem cell research, but yet you're getting them donated from clinics where people are voluntarily over-fertilizing these mothers, where they must be consenting to take the extra fertilized eggs and then donate them for this purpose. And I, I don't even know if they even know what they're doing to that. That's just like child sacrifice at a very early stage. You know, the whole concept of infertility clinics, where they try to get as many fertilization eggs as they can, implant them and hoping that maybe out of all of those, one or two survive. Most of the time, it's now getting, the technology is getting good enough that likely all of them can survive. There's no reason for any of them to die except that they're doing the selection removal of fertilization or they're actually doing that in a petri dish and then once it gets Fertilized, then they take those and send them to these labs to destroy them and harvest their stem cells. If it's illegal to do it, to create embryos, then it should be illegal to buy embryos too. This whole thing is just sick. They're actually telling you what has to happen, which is to abort those embryos just to get those stem cells. So it says that furthermore, embryonic stem cells are found at the blastocysts, Stage which only occurs within the first few days of fertilization. They got to have this embryos at fresh, 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 fresh fresh stage, which means the clinic just did it, they created the embryos, and within hours they would have to ship them to these clinics because they're trying to get those bioplast stage where the cells divide into these clusters of where the cells just keep dividing and dividing and dividing until it becomes baby fetus. Uh, early on, you know, I was talking about the bile blastocyst, where rapidly dividing cells, it has to be within hours and days. Otherwise, once it divides too much, it'll. it's too late. They can't get those cells. I mean, just in this one paragraph alone, noting like three, four different evils, one that it's getting embryos to kill from clinics. Two, it has to do it very early, very fast, within hours, otherwise you're gonna lose that opportunity to get those specific type of cells. So you're just murdering all these embryos for science, you know, for trying to live forever. It says the adult stem cells are not viable as embryonic counterparts because they can't create any cell type pain abnormalities from their environment. Nevertheless, the research continues to learn more about their potential use. The adult stem cells are useless to them. It's already cade in death, so they want the fresh stuff from within hours of the embryos once they're fertilized. So this is even more disturbing, this next paragraph here. This is after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in June 2022, recent abortion laws threaten embryonic stem cell research those these laws are aimed at abortion they are many downstream consequences if embryos and fetuses gain the same personhood rights Wow isn't that disgusting that they're worried about what happens to abortion laws because that'll affect their business of trying to get discarded embryos and fetuses they're worried that they're going to have personhood rights nobody should be degrading a body like that no one i mean i I, it's disgusting to even think about like what if you did that in adults you know what if they're taking adult bodies and selling all their parts and dissecting them of your loved ones that you spend so much money time and effort to bury them thinking that that's their resting place. You know, these scientists don't allow the babies and the embryos to rest. They're constantly being regenerated into all kinds of vicious lab experiments and everything. And it could reside in people's bodies, whether they know it or not, and all the drugs that they are making from this. The It's not just for people who are wanting to live immortal. It's for everyday people that they're using all of this in new drug technologies and new drug deliveries where they're injecting aborted fetuses, cells and stem cells from embryos. So you know this is going on but nobody says anything about it. So this to me is a much greater evil than actually aborting the child to begin with because they're not even allowing their body to rest. entire world throughout society in history has tried to take care of their dead, but they don't want to give that same consideration to fetuses and the embryos of life when it's generated. Just because they're tiny and small, they don't even want to give them any rights and respect. But once all the old ones that are done using them, millions and millions of aborted babies in research... Trying to figure out how to live longer, become immortal. So I just wanted to point out that there's a huge sick market. What's going on in the research and development using embryos and stem cells, fetuses, and you know what the mothers of all these infertility clinics are doing? I, they're actually creating child sacrifices just to perhaps get conceived, you know, one or two babies. But they're actually fertilizing a lot of eggs. I think it's gone unnoticed that all these fertility clinics, what they're actually doing is another type of genocide, embryonic genocide. Perhaps nobody cares because it's just a cell to them. Those are all those babies that would have been born if they weren't cut short, just like the cake. If you left them alone, they would have been babies. But since science is manipulating them, creating babies, Even though God would not have intended it that way, they're going out in these fertility clinics trying to, you know, go outside of God and not trust that God, you know, whether God wants to give them naturally a baby or not. They're going outside of that. They're going to Satan for help, saying, Satan, I'm infertile, give me some babies, and I will give you all the eggs. You can sacrifice some of them, just give me one or two babies. I'll be happy with that. And you can have the rest. I give my unborn, fertilized eggs to you, as many as you desire. Just give me a couple of babies. That's what I think spiritually It's happening when people go. I know the desire to want babies is very strong. What it feels like to not have that opportunity to raise your own family, your own child. I get that. But if you knew the consequences of what you had to give up, trying to go outside of God, just like there's tons of stories in the Bible about that, how Abraham and Sarah tried to go outside of God and make that baby on their own with Hagar and what that turned into. You know, God still protected Ishmael, Hagar's son, and gave him a nation, but that wasn't the will of God. And God even told him so. That wasn't the will. He had to wait for Isaac, what the God promised him. Abraham and Sarah didn't wait, so they went ahead and they created two sons that are always constantly opposed to each other throughout time. You know, change, whatever God has planned, people don't want to accept it. It ends up wanting to rush it or create it on their own, which always leads to disasters and unwanted consequences. So that's something to keep in mind. Pray for all these aborted babies. You know, that God will do something to at least give people a conscience of what they're doing is wrong. I think that's the biggest thing, that people don't seem to have a conscience anymore, that how they treat life, how they kill life, giving it up to these mad scientists to do whatever they want with it is sickening. To me, that's way more sickening. Cain and Abel just, Cain just killed his brother but then imagine now Abel's body parts mutilated and uh, DNA research and you know, extracted and all of that for end of time, just like Hela cell. You know that they've been using that poor old lady, dead cancer cells in research forever, and that's been contaminating all of biological research since then because they couldn't control it, and it's that cancer cell. I think it's in everything now. All their research, all the drugs, they can't control it. It's everywhere. You can listen to that podcast that I talked about that in a previous podcast. But the whole medical industry is a very sick, sick industry now. It's going, it doesn't care about people, it doesn't want to heal them. It's not doing all of this to make your life better. It's using you to get to their goal, which is immortality. They want to live forever. They need to be able to test on all of you. They can get all the raw materials as they want from babies, adults, whoever. They're going to get it all. They're going to try to figure it out. And once they do that, then all of you are uh, expendable. They're going to live forever in their little world. That's what their goal is. And they don't want all of the billions of people to live forever either because they already keep talking about overpopulation and this and that and wanting to keep reducing the population as much as all these global elites want to do. So it's not for all of you. It's only for them. But they're going to use all of you to get to their goal. Be immortal, but God has other plans. Thankfully, he gave us immortality and we didn't have to do anything. We didn't deserve it, but we got it anyway because we believed God and we rejected Satan. But these guys, they rejected God and they need Satan to come up with a plan to help them live forever. So this goes, that many gene and therapeutic products in the pharmaceutical pipeline are developed with stem cells. And they're already trying to come up with all kinds of drugs and gene therapy using stem cells. You gotta know how they got their stem cells. I wouldn't want that in my body if I knew that, if they had said that this is the research where it's coming from. So the whole point of this article, what it started was, was that cloning. This is cloning's one cells to treat and cure disease eliminates the risk of introducing foreign cells and possible rejection of that treatment. Therapeutic cloning treatments have been possible in mice for Parkinson's disease and other species, not yet in humans. However, stem cells treatments such as regenerative medicine to repair damaged tissue and stem cell transplants cancer patients are successful and it's also wanting to do that for amputations and so on to use cloning technologies to replace limb uh, and this is on the brink of immortality so this is where it caught my attention because it was talking about Jeff Bezos so Bezos is the owner of Amazon and already has a billion dollar successful company and, but he, what he doesn't have is immortality. So he's going to die, a billionaire that's ready to die, you know, in the not-so-distant future. So what do they are spending all their money on? They're spending it on biotechnology to be able to figure out how to live forever. So he talks about Alto's Lab is a new biotechnology company funded by the billionaire Jeff Bezos. Their goal is not immortality per se, but cellular... Rejuvenation therapies to reverse disease, injury, and disability that occurred throughout life. Age is the biggest risk for disease. This scientific foundation of youth will help people live longer, healthier lives. Bezos, even though they say it's not the goal of immortality, but that's exactly what it is. They want immortality. Otherwise they wouldn't be spending so much time and money and trying to come up with all these cloning and regenerative stem cell research to be able to figure out how to live forever, including finding and genoming the jellyfish that could help them unlock the key. So they're just waiting for an answer and unlocking the key and how to stop or reverse aging. Once they do that, then chapter 9 in Revelation will kick in where in those days they shall seek death and shall not find it, and desire to die, but death shall flee from them. So can you see the possibility of that happening? I can, and I think it won't be long, probably within 20 to 30 years, maybe even up to 40 years, I think they're going to be able to figure it out. And if people like Jared Kushner and Jeff Bezos and all these other elites, the rich ones, because they have gained so much money in the very short lifetime. There are so many billionaires now that they can't possibly think the thought that they might actually die and all their money that they gain, it'll be for nothing. I mean, they're like they could die any time between now and their full lifespan another 30 or so years. So that's not long in in context of trying to live forever. And I'm sure that's a huge fear factor for them, that they are great men of this earth, but they're going to die, and they want to be able to figure out how to live forever. Thanks for listening.